I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Winners of the East London Challenge Cup soon after their formation in 1885. The old Millwall Rovers are now known to their roaring supporters as the Lions. Legs to a footballer are as important as they are to a chorus girl. And riding an imaginary bicycle upside down keeps the muscles flexible. All in the box, there's a little skip. Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall. Well, yucky da, boyos. Welcome to the valleys of South Wales, to Cardiff City in particular. For the visit of the Lions today to... This championship encounter with Cardiff City. Is there a warm welcome in the valleys for us? Probably not as um, probably warmer than it used to be back in the 70s and the 80s, dear listeners. My name is Nick Hart. You are listening to Achtung Millwall. And today's team news is that the Lions are unchanged from last week's win over Birmingham City. So we've got Jordan Archer in goal, defensive line with Conor McLaughlin, James Meredith, Sean Hutchinson, Jake Cooper. Midfield duo, Ryan Tunnicliffe, Jill Savile. On the wings will be Aidan O'Brien. Lee Gregory and up front of course the dynamic duo of Steve Morrison and Lee Gregory sat sitting on our bench today dear listeners Dave Martin Tony Craig who appeared briefly for a minute's appearance fee last week Marlon Romeo Ben Thompson Vernon Yadimma Shane Ferguson Tom Elliott 900,000 mil fans in here today I believe just short of in good voice prior to kick off it's a great day in South Wales got progressively greyer as we've gone down the motorway as we've crossed the frontier, the River Seven, where you pay your near seven pounds for the privilege of entering this fine country. It's got greyer and greyer, dark grey clouds in the sky above this quite impressive stadium, in all honesty. It's um, got a brand new Meccano feel to it, but it's certainly got size. There's one large stand to our away end, which goes uh, up to a second tier, red seating up there. The rest of the stadium's in uh, traditional Cardiff blue. I think those red seats are the aftermath, uh, the, the legacy of uh, Vincent Tan, wasn't it? The uh, Far Eastern owner who wanted to change them into red colours, because red is a lucky colour in the Far East, and that's been put to one side now in favour of traditional blue. The Bluebirds, of course. Achtung, Milbal. That's a big stadium. I believe it holds something in the order of 33,000 seats. It's going to be well short of that mark today. Um, just looking at the home end, as I think you'd call it, that looks reasonably well populated. Probably three quarters full. The side stand opposite me is about half full. And the other side stand looks reasonably full, with the upper tier completely empty. Here come the Lions! And Cardiff. Lions course up against it. Cardiff today are in um, second position in the championship. An inflatable pig is doing the rounds in the away ends. Two inflatable pigs. Oh no, they're sheep. They're sheep. Inflatable sheep. Some kind of comment on the local sexual activities, I believe. No one likes us, we don't get us. I've pulled up on my parking spot. 
the ladies asked if I was Cardiff or Millwall. I said, well, Millwall, my darling. They said, oh, you seem quite nice. I said, I, I am quite nice. Until we lose. I didn't say that, but... Far Eastern connection still maintained. Visit Malaysia's on the on the club shirts here. Big advert for opposite, and there's also a visit Vietnam, but it's timeless charm up behind uh, the away end. So what do we expect out of today's performance to this as well? I think if you gave me a point right now, I'd probably take it. We are up against it. This is a difficult team, doing well um, with, a, with a setup that's clearly Premier League has expectations of. So if the Lions can come away from here with anything, um, any kind of result, I think we'll be doing well. Mill today in the old school, all white. I like all white. It's the first uh, club kit that we played in when I first time going to Millwood back in the 70s. And I liked it when we won promotion. We do well in all white, apart from when we get relegated. So it looks like the Lions going to be attacking the Cardiff home end in the first half and will be attacking our end in the second. We're on a kind of a corner spot in the stadium. There's two um, cordon sanitaires, I think they would be called, in uh, traditional military parlance on either side of us. Not that I know much about traditional military parlance. But we're in a kind of a corner section of the ground. The rest of the ground is difficult to tell. There's an awful lot of atmosphere from the Cardiff fans, which is surprising. Um, back in the 1970s, the visit of Cardiff to Colco Lane was always um, an event. And they were one of the few teams that actually brought fans with the expectation of, um, you know, standing their ground at Colco Lane. But uh, I think they've been premierised. Ah, oh, the national anthem. Shall we take a knee? Buy a white poppy? I don't think so, do you? Not with God save the Queen going down. Lines are kicked off, attacking. The Cardiff end of the first half as that rousing rendition of the national anthem echoes around the uh, atmosphere free stadium. Well, it's the Lions fans setting their stall out very much in terms of insults to the Welsh. Just the third world country. <laughs> Tunnicliffe doing well down the far end. Lions trying to win possession back. It's going to be uh, cleared by the Cardiff. It's going to be throwing halfway inside the Cardiff half, inside the first minute of the game. Floated forwards by Hutchins. That's rather aimless, so sadly. As the Millwall National Anthem now. Windy day, grey day, floodlights are on, winters are coming. As I, I believe they say in the Game of Thrones, I've never watched an episode, it lacks interest for me, but I believe one of the catchphrases of that is that winter is coming, which I don't make as any big deal because it comes every year. It seems to have some significance in that series. That's probably lost me the Game of Thrones market now. But what the hell. Here come Millwall, midfield. Lions just running into a bit of a wall of blue in midfield at the moment. Trying unfamiliar passing techniques out of it. We normally hoof it forwards. One of the um, hotter away day fixtures in the, in the olden days, Minion Park. Minion Park now gone in favour of this new stadium, which I believe is also used by the Welsh national team, rather than the Millennium Stadium, which obviously has a huge capacity. 70-odd thousand. Here come Millwall. McLaughlin on the halfway line now. Line surging forwards. He's got Wallace on his right-hand side. If he can find him, he can find him. Chance for Jet to float the ball in he does float it it's going to be headed clear falls to um, Saville on the left side of the penalty here ball back into the mix that's going to be cleared by the, the uh, Cardiff defence I was listening to the Totally Football Show in the week the podcast good podcast incidentally where they helped cover us um, against the Leeds show um, listening to it good, good um, wide ranging coverage of the championship one the uh, commentator was saying what a tough tough league the championship is arguably in terms of spread of clubs uh, and competition-wise, the hardest. They, they made it the hardest in, in European terms. In terms of big clubs with big finance and small clubs like ours competing, but very difficult to beat and indeed have our chance on our day. This is a free kick to Cardiff in the centre circle. Coming towards the fifth minute of the game. They're taking it quickly. Ball went out wide. Uh, right into touch. To the amusement of the Lions fans, the amusement. Quel amusant! I've got all French. It's crossing the frontier, the, the Welsh language, uh, dear listeners. Um, I'm sure you've know it, but it looks a bit like when um, you've left your um, left your mug of tea on your keyboard at work, and you get a whole series of random characters appearing. That's, that looks like the Welsh language, and you see it as soon as you cross the border, the frontier, the post-Brexit frontier, in which we cut Welsh Wales adrift to survive on its own merits. 
Kosarigumru. Welcome to Wales, I believe it means. Mill don't need a drum. No, they don't. Huge advert on the scoreboard and the far end for the Cardiff City Lotto, which must be the route to riches for many a, a lucky Welshman. The Cardiff City Lotto. Never a W. How did that arise? I don't know. It's been going since the 70s. It's a great tradition. Wubble you. Cardiff managed by Neil Warnock, of course, who has uh, done the rounds practically every club in the country, apart from ours. Managed them over time. They're, they're, uh, using a passing stance, gone astray so far, seven minutes in. Um, ragged by Cardiff. Yarns looking to get the ball forwards in, in the Millwall style for the first opportunity. The Lions, nice work in midfield. Wins the ball, his saddle from distance, cutters it straight into the back heels of, of Lee Gregory. Gregory does well to collect that on eight minutes. Ball on the uh, left hand side for the Lions. The internet divided last week between the lovers of the Ryan Tunnicliffe and the haters. I, I, don't, I didn't call myself a hater. I think, I think Harry, um, Harry Warren might have been a bit more down that road than me. I just wasn't as impressed by him as many others. Um, obviously, it's a game of opinions, as, as the cliche has it, but. I'm really hoping that he does well for us. Don't get me wrong, I want him to perform. I just didn't see what others saw, I don't know. Morrison going down the left, nice run forwards there. So he's got uh, Wallace overlapping, that's going to go for a Millwall corner. Left side. Coming towards the 10th minute. Nice work by the Bryant taking it forwards. Morrison overlaps him, all forward to Wallace who wins the corner. Story in the week, I believe that Aidan O'Brien was named in the Republic of Ireland squad for the World Cup uh, qualifier. Again, second time he's been named in that squad. It did make the final cut last time, but let's keep our fingers crossed for him. Here comes that corner from the left side, it's deep. It's towards uh, Cooper's far too long for him. Got his head to it, but uh, could do no more and deflect it. Ten and a half minutes. Coming down the, the right-hand side, now dangerous run for the Cardiff winger. Nice tackle there, goes through to Jordan Arto. Good, takes a little bump from the winger. Really good tackle there by uh, Jake Cooper last moment tackle inside the penalty area began to get it right and he did quality defended by Jake Cooper there 11 minutes nice pressing work by Millwall won the, the, the bonus points for me this season has been our pressing tackling from the front backwards I've mentioned it a few times in the show and I mention it again yeah the Welsh language one of the memories of the uh, 1970s the era when there were only three channels of television as a kid was being we well, weren't forced to watch Welsh language television, but we used to get Welsh language programmes on at lunchtime. We used to have like a Welsh soap opera and other other things. Um, it sounded like gobbledygook then, it still sounds like gobbledygook to me now. And we had, that's all we had to watch back in those olden days, dear listeners. Kids now wouldn't believe it. They used to stick Welsh language programming. Then, then uh, they started to find their own channels and the obviously modern digital era means you don't have to see it at all if you don't want to. You're going to Russia, clap your hands. I believe Wales aren't going to Russia. Certainly the Millwall are. Never one's not to hammer a point, Millwall fans, are they? Free kick on the left, deep for Millwall. Towards Gregory, the ball bouncing around inside the Cardiff. Here, they clear it, it's going to go for a Millwall throw in, about quarter away short of the corner flag. 15 minutes in, dear listeners, and so far Cardiff haven't really shown us very much at all. A lot of um, passes astray. One run down the right-hand side that looked vaguely dangerous. But other than that, the Lions bring their usual style to the occasion. And we're spoiling it for them. And we're looking to break, almost breaking forwards here. This is Steve Morris on the left as I speak. He's got Lee Gregory. Not, not an awful lot of movement for him, though. It's like the Cardiff defence will deal with this. Uh, Jed Wallace chases it down. going to go for a goal kick. But, yeah, the usual Millwall performance that we come to know and love. And Cardiff look quite poor so far. Come to 16 minutes. Story in the news at Den in the week that Steve Morrison is expecting to hit the required, the requisite number of appearances, which in his contract triggers a contract extension to 2019. Um, I don't know how many contract, uh, how many appearances that is, but he's, got, he's close to it, and he's expecting, therefore, to have a contract extension till 2019. That can only be good news for us, can't it, dear listeners? I know that um, there are some, you know, mixed feelings on Morrison, which I, I can never fail to believe personally. 
what a great servant for the club, one of the great goal scorers of our club's history. I know he's a bit of a miserable old sod sometimes, and he don't always um, pander to people's um, precious feelings. But I love him. I think he's a great player. When he's not in the team, we look less of a side. And he leads out there today. He's coming up for the 20th minute of today's game. Steve Morrison is leading from the front. It's going to be a chance for a long throw in on the far, far side from where I'm standing. Meredith's got it. Balled into the Cardiff box towards Morrison. That's too long. They're going to, they're going to hoof it, Cliff. Now you can not see much Steve Morrison as one of the Mill greats. He's the fourth highest goal scorer it's since, um, since 1921 when we joined the Football League. I don't know, but people are strange, aren't they? On the internet, they're very, very strange. It'll break forwards for Cardiff. Lovely work there by Ryan Tannicliffe. Having my words ran back down my throat, dear listeners, aren't I? And I'm loving it. This is Wallace. Probably um, overindulged his run forward there. He had three men forwards. There were options to pass to, but he just took it that one step too far, as is Jed Wallace's want at times. Difficult conditions. The corner flags swirling around in the breeze inside this stadium. Ball breaks. This is Jed Wallace. Gregory pulling away on the left, little ball through. Can he find Gregory? He can do. Can he get the shot away? He's over the bar. Pulling rightwards. Difficult chance. Lovely pass through from Jed Wallace. Overhit by Lee Gregory high over the bar. Best chance of the half so far for Millwall. 21 minutes. There is a wanker in the red in the Cardiff crowd, dear listeners. Should be lucky. Lucky colour in the Far East. He should be well away in the Far East. Little break here for Cardiff, come down the right-hand side, ball across the box, brilliant, point-blank save from close range by Jordan Archer, kicked it away, ball across the, from the right-hand side, slammed, almost, it was almost at the near post, but uh, Archer got his foot to it, clears it, best chance of the half for Cardiff, so two quick swift chances for both sides in succession, halfway through the first half on 22 minutes. Lions have got to keep it tight along the flanks, they're looking like a team that likes to play the ball down the the wings and get the ball back across from the byline. That was almost the opening goal there for Cardiff. Another good move of work there by Jordan Archer, who takes that long throw in from the right-hand side. So the Lions survive a scare. We dodge a bit of a bullet in 23 minutes now. 24 minutes. Cardiff corner on the right. Get a sense of um, impending momentum behind the Cardiff side. They started very poorly, but they're looking better and better as the half is going along. In comes that corner. It's now punched clear by Joel Archer curling inwards he's going to go for a normal throw in Ryan's eye. good work by Sean Hutchinson another great and underrated player dear listeners I think we've mentioned before on the show so perhaps he's not as underrated as I'm making him out to be but he's a he's a quiet hero Sean Hutchinson in, in, in defence I like him a lot Neil Harris says Mill will have a unique style and we have no egos in our team that is, that is certainly true it is a, a team effort, no, no prima donnas, no divas in our side. That's the way the, the Mill fans like it. Ball into the box, that's another brilliant save by Jordan Archer. Little ball through down the middle, they're dangerous when they move it um, well. Shot from just inside the penalty area on the, on the right side by the nine. Palmed away low by Jordan Archer, another great save. That's two great saves now by Jordan Archer in, in succession. Cardiff pressing forwards, I'm going to take my attention away from the Inflatable sheep that's being banded around. It's gone for a throw in on the far side. Poor pass there by Cardiff. 29 minutes. It's um, been a scruffy game overall. A couple of moments of quality, I suppose. Um, the Lions had that chance for Lee Gregory earlier on, and then two chances really for Cardiff to open the scoring. Nil-nil, however. As we come towards the 30th minute of the game. I actually don't mind it in Wales. I don't mind Welsh people at all. I know, given the impression that I'm joining in the laddish banter here, but it's a beautiful country and um, lovely place for your holidays. Driving down through the, uh, the the valleys, it's a fantastic place. But this is no place for reasoned argument, nor logic. This is a mill podcast. So on this show, you get the inflatable sheep. really gone for the same old whoever you like taking the piss because it's kind of a pion of self-praise really isn't it other people should say that in, in awestruck terms not you, not you yourself it's um, like Donald Trump saying what an intelligent bloke he is on the news in the week if you're that intelligent you don't need to tell people you certainly shouldn't say it yourself should you Cardiff are pressing forwards as I'm saying I'm just gone past the 30 uh, coming towards the 31st minute of the game all across the middle. They've looked dangerous when they've worked chances. That's another angled ball there that's cut out well by James Meredith. 
the celebrations for the return of the sheep, which had got into like a, a security area, it was retrieved in all fairness by the one the uh, stewards. It was, it was, it was fair, fair game. Lax pass there by the Cardiff defence, almost releases Morrison through. He reached it just in front of the goalkeeper, fired it into his body. Moments opportunity there for Steve Morris on 32 minutes. That's so two good chances each now in the half for Mill and for Cardiff. Still pulls in play whilst the Cardiff three gets some attention in the centre circle. Just gives me a chance to mention um, a campaign to save the China Hall pub, which is on Lower Road, Rotherhithe. Many of you out there will know the China Hall. It's under threat from the usual developer. Um, the AMS has been trying to campaign to um, give it some support. Not such an easy situation to, um, to fight for as, as the club versus council battle that we were just involved in recently. But certainly we can give it some um, shine a spotlight of attention on it. The best support you can give the China Hall, dear listeners, um, is to go in and have a drink. Um, it's, it's, it's a, it needs to be a thriving business. The, the developers who own the, or the, the owners of the pub business, they wish to develop it and they will use the pretext of the pub being a dying business to justify turning it into yet another dreary block of flats on the side of the China Hall. So if you do care about the China Hall, then follow the uh, Twitter feed, Save the China, online, at Save the China. And best of all, shoot in there before the next home game and every home game forthcoming and even just have a, a pint or two. Um, that's business and that's what will help save the China. So. Um, the AMS is behind it, they're looking into the background of the developers and anything else that can be used in support of the fight. It's not such an easy one as the, as the club's fight, however, but as I say, if you do want to support that pub, one of the last few old match day pubs of, of the area, get in there and use it, or lose it. Break now, Mill, several just uh, trying to run down the middle of the 14, clears it in the event. A little moment where it looked like the ball was under his control more than it actually was. 35 minutes. Lions have done well to, to be in the game. Cardiff, when they do get their shit together, look like a decent side. They look like a second-base side when they move the ball. Um, we've managed to turn it into a bit of a hoof-fest, largely speaking, a scruffy game. Um, and we've had two good chances ourselves. The Morrison um, ball through the middle, and of course Gregory earlier on. But so far, so good for Millwall. 36 minutes, 0-0. Coming down the middle left. Mill bit outnumbered there. The middle defence as the ball crossed wide. The 33 takes. Brilliant save. Point blank save from the left side by Jordan Archer. 33 took it on his chest and volleyed at the far uh, near post to us. Brilliant save by Jordan Archer. Again, 37 minutes, coming towards 38. Corner for Cardiff. Three fantastic saves by Jordan Archer. Match winning saves, hopefully. 38 minutes. Lions got to withstand this pressure coming down towards the last few minutes of the first half. Floated in again from the left side. It's a deeper one. That's going to be. Headed away by Sean Hutchinson. It's a Cardiff 18 now. He does have a long throw. Meredith normally reaches the, uh, the, the, the line of a six-yard box. He's got a throw that reaches just in front of goal. Bobbles around. It's going to fall for another chance. Wide left. Gone for corner from the full team. First in the winter. Bit of a cold wind. The old hands are getting a bit numb. Pressing the, the buttons of the recorder. Things I do for you, dear listeners. The sacrifices I make. Frostbite on my fingers. Nice work there by Jules Savile. Jinky little run through midfield. Gregory's got Wallace overlapping him. Chance now to get a cross in. He can get a cross in. It's deep. That's too long for everybody, unfortunately. That's going to go for a throw-in. No moment there where something looked like it might be unfolding for the, for the Lions. This has been a strange um, contrasting half from Cardiff's perspective, I, I would say. They, they've had moments of good quality and then mo large chunks of... Um, Aimlessness, and that was a bit of an aimless ball there. I think the Lions must make it very awkward for these teams. We, we play an unconventional style. You don't see an awful lot of in the, in the league, in modern football for that matter, certainly not in the top two divisions. And um, we slightly mess with people's heads, I think. There's a half-time whistle. Hard-fought half of football for Millwall. I'd say we're on the, um, the, the better side of that. Cardiff will be disappointed not to go in with at least one, possibly two goals. We, we could um, argue that we should have had at least one, possibly two. I thought of wintertime style football on a windy grey day in South Wales. Lions doing well. Jordan Archer, world-class performances yet again. World-class saves. Keep the Lions preserved in the half. You're listening to Achtung Millwall.
Welcome back, dear listeners. Second half about to begin. Wind swirling around the, the, the Meccano set, giant Meccano set. That is the Cardiff City Stadium. Lions going to be attacking the, uh, well, not quite the home end, we're in the corner. They're going to be attacking more toward us in the second half. Cardiff will be attacking the, the far home end. Away we go. Early tackled it by Steve Morrison. Little ball for Oyce. And Obeck was stripped on the edge of the penalty area. No, nothing seen there. That was a lucky break for Cardiff. But Morrison did well to win the ball straight from kickoff. Tried to release Gregory in front of goal and was tripped, clearly tripped from where I'm standing, on the edge of the penalty area. It wouldn't have been a penalty, it would have been a free kick, but that was completely missed. There was not even a, a free kick given there by the referee. Poor refereeing within uh, 30 seconds of, of kickoff. That man next to me has got the right arm with that. Don't blame him as well. It was a clear trip. It was, it was on the wrong side of the penalty. It wouldn't have been a penalty. It would have been a free kick, direct. And I would say possibly even a, a yellow. Ball dinged back in again by Sean Hutchinson. So all Steve Morrison. Ball bouncing around the Cardiff ends. The wind is with us in the second half. We certainly look a lot more direct and dangerous. Not, well, just half past the first minute of the second half there. 46 minutes. Solid tackle far left there by Hutchinson. Puts the ball in the touch. Going to be a, a throw in for Cardiff. Looking at the flag, we do seem to have more of the wind behind us in this second half. Which will suit our direct style down to the ground, dear listeners. Plastic bag floats onto the pitch in the wind. What's that um, scene in the film? American Beauty, isn't it? Where the, the weird kid uh, videos the plastic bag flying around in the, in the wind. Reckons it's the most beautiful thing he's ever seen in his life. That, that isn't the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. There's a long throw into the middle there. Bouncing across the middle penalty area. The Cardiff player's got it on the, on the right-hand side. Back to goal, 19's doing well. Meredith's going under pressure, does well. It's going to be brought away now by Aidan O'Brien. Nice work by Aidan O'Brien, coming down the left side. He's got Morrison overlapping, little ball into the middle. of Gregory Morrison, but here's a penalty here, slammed into the goalkeeper. Little corner on the left. Lions looking a lot more dangerous at the start of the second half there, listeners. It'll be Jules Saddle on the left now, 49 minutes. Coming towards 15 minutes. Corner on the left. The big guns have gone forward. Jake Cooper's inside the six-yard box. It's low. It's triggered across the box. Little dink back from McLaughlin, but the goalkeeper takes it. A little bit of um, argy-bargy with the two there. Morrison, of course, does have some Welsh ancestry, doesn't he? It's how he, um, he played for the England C team, which I think is the non-league team. This was back in his Stevenage Borough days. And then was um, picked for the Welsh national side, thanks to, I think it was a grandmother, born in the Principality, which made him a Welshman. 20-odd caps, I believe. 51 minutes, Cardiff pressing down the mill left. It's a ball into the middle, that's headed up and over the bar. It's going to go for a goal kick. There's a curious section of missing roof in this stadium. There's a quite a high stand to our right. There's, most of the stadium is um, one level, shall we say. I suppose the opposite stand's got a higher level. Um, but there's the main stand, which goes quite a way back. Um, there's a section of the corner section of missing roof there. What's happened there, I don't know. Maybe the money ran out for it or something. Gives a slightly odd lopsidedness to the stadium it's not a bad stadium it's a bit a hard place to love but it's alright here comes the 19 pressing forwards for Cardiff little 1-2's a 21 Cardiff fans rise to their feet to my right as across the mill box 52 minutes a retained possession little moments danger here for mill ball back into the middle ball back taken off of um, Jordan Archer's hands for a goal kick headed wide I think that was more by luck than design. Goal kick for Millwall. Flick header on from Steve Morrison. Gregory's doing well. Chasing back. physically obstructed by the Cardiff defender. Nothing given there by the, the referee, but we'll keep possession. Referee led a lot go there, dear listeners. A lot go. Looked like he was physically held back there to me. I know I'm not an entirely unbiased voice, but it was. Uh, you would have expected something there. Now Cardiff on, the, on pressing forwards on the, on the middle right. Just outside the penalty area, ball in, that's going to go for a goal kick, and he's gone flying. Trying to pull a penalty, why is that not a yellow card? Referee's um, losing the plot. Poor refereeing now. Comes Cardiff again, 54 minutes, down the middle of 19. Running at the middle defence, he's pulled wide right. Cardiff uh, fans starting to call for a, a ball on, the, on his uh, shirt there. Still got possession, there's the penalty area, that's going to be brought away by the middle defence now. End-to-end stuff suddenly. Lions with a wind of their backs. The long ball is becoming more of a potent weapon in the second half for Millwall. 
Lions fans appealing for a handball. Goalkeeper wins right to the very edge of the penalty area. Now Morrison's in the referee's ear. Goal kick given, no handball as you'll gather by the noise around me. Referee's getting in the air off from all sides in the stadium now. Cardiff on the break, coming down the left, 55 minutes, surging towards the mill penalty area. Cut out there easily enough. Going to go for a throw-in. Millwall throw-in. Far, far right as I look. Millwall fans in full voice. Game's in the balance. 56 minutes. Both teams pressing forwards. Both teams won it. Game's opened up, dear listeners. Less scruffy than it was in the first half. A little bit more um, action. I was going to say finesse. I'm not sure finesse is the right word for, for either side today. Certainly more action-packed. Cardiff spraying the ball around at the middle end at the moment, 57 minutes. Going to be a chance to put the ball across the middle. That was loose. It's going to be a free kick, and it is a free kick. Ironic cheers as uh, the Lions defended having this Hutchinson was clipped from behind. Just excuse any inaccuracies. I'm a long, long way away from the middle end here. Uh, two, the two sheep are back now. Two sheep are being bounced around. One must have disappeared for a while, the inflatable sheep. I don't know where it went, grazing outside perhaps, or something darker, who knows. Jed Wallace under attention from the um, Cardiff defender. Right side, about halfway inside the Cardiff half. Coming towards the 60th minute, the, the Lions have really... Um, it's been more of an open game in the second half, but I'm just wondering why the Lions do are doing well this season, really. I mean, we're stifling teams, aren't we? We're playing our game when we get the opportunity, and we're stifling them coming forwards. I know they've had their opportunities, but... We do, as ever, fantastic job of keeping it at bay. There's a ball into the box. This is Jake Cooper now, back across the, uh, to the far side. It's going to be a call-out for Millwall. Steve Morrison trying to head it back across goal. Off the Cardiff got a defender for a corner on the right side now. 60 minutes, comes all 61 minutes. We turn the game into a scruff, a midfield scruff. And these teams are used to passing the ball at, uh, at liberty almost. In comes the corner now, right side. It's from Shul Savoy. Off the crossbar. Straight from the corner. Or was it put over? It must have been put over by the goalkeeper. There's another corner on the left side. This is why Neil Harrison's in... Neil Harris. This is why Neil Harris is in management. And I stick to the old podcasting game. He's clearly taken note of the direction that the corner flag's flapping in. The second half, lines have looked a lot more forward-thinking and dangerous, pressing forwards. This is Jed Wallace on from the right-hand side. The goalkeeper gets a punch to it. Clear it. 19 will bring it away long ball forwards for Lee Gregory to chase down ball's bouncing inside the uh, right side of the Cardiff penalty area back now to Steve Morrison trying to feed it across the way no Brian couldn't quite get it through thread for the needles high now cut out by the Cardiff defence 62 minutes second half is an aerial bombardment by Millwall using the wind huge clearance there by Jordan Archer it's going to be cleared by the Cardiff defence but we're certainly looking at bombardment as our second half tactic it's that episode of The Simpsons where the, uh, the bully teacher gets them all to play like a, a version of dodgeball called Bombardment, Bombardment, Bombardment. All he says is Bombardment. It basically involves throwing the ball hard at the kids in Bart's class. Bombardment, Bombardment. Player, Mill player down. Whilst I waffle. He's gone down to stay down. Who is this? Meredith. Can't afford to take too many more injuries, dear listeners. We're down to um, not far short of the bare bones. I know we're doing well. We're still in the game, nil-nil, 65 minutes. But with Sean Williams and Byron Webster both out, we, we can't afford to take many more injuries. Meredith looks like he's on his knees now. He's getting some attention. So things looking better. He was down for a while. Let's hope he's OK. He's hobbling to the sideline. Bit of applause for him. Flick header for Morrison. Fires Gregory. Can he, he can't pull it back in time. There was a moment where Morrison wanted it back on the turn, where we couldn't find him. Once more, the tactic, the long ball and the flick on is, is, is paying dividends, but a big opportunity wasted by Milner on 66 minutes. And crowd calling for Tom Elliott. I wonder if he will come into it. I, I don't see any reason for him to come in, to be absolutely honest. Not at this stage of the game. I'll give Morrison another 10 minutes or so. A little loose ball there. This is Jed Wallace now released in front of the D. His shot is blocked. It's going to go for a corner. Some comment from Jules Shovel next to him that maybe the ball inside was the option. Wallace opted to shoot and the, 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 the uh, ball was deflected. So it's going to be a corner now on the left-hand side. It's come to all 60 
nine minutes. Wallace to take from the uh, left-hand side. It's a near post ball. That goes nowhere, sadly. Moorlock, I can see in the far distance, the familiar side of Moorlock moaning about an incident on the byline, uh, the, the touchline over there. Professional moaner, of course, Neil Warnock. One of the game's great characters. And a moaning old git as well, Neil Warnock. A national treasure. Back hill there from Wallace. Finds Saville from distance, he shoots over. Little moment of flair there from Wallace. Little back heel pass, finds Saddle, who shoots over from distance. Looks like Elliot is indeed stripping off over there. I would imagine that would be a straight swap for Steve Morrison, one would think. 76 minutes. Not exactly a beautiful game there, that little sequence of play, dear listeners. Won't be troubling the, uh, the Hall of Fame. Well, if there is a Hall of Fame, there isn't. Won't be troubling the kind of um, self-congratulatory FIFA Hall of uh, TV well, great thing they had on the week, whatever it was called, I don't know. It looked like a, a mutual masturbation of, of um, footballers from around the world. Well, what an odd, an odd mental image that creates. As I've said it, why did I say that? But I might have to leave it in just because it possibly reflects something of my dark mind, I don't know. The show's taken a Freudian turn. Ball at the far end, and the Millwall ends. Referee blows the whistle. And a free kick for Millwall. Challenges flying into the mix. Cardiff will feel frustrated by today's um, by the Millwall team today. They, they've not been um, looking anything like a second in the table side and, and we've done a huge amount to frustrate them, particularly in the second half when we've really turned it into um, you know, the old Mill Howitzer approach. Long balls forward towards Steve Morrison and the header on. Looks like the Elliot's coming in. This is 22's coming out. That's Aidan O'Brien. Uh, Ferguson's coming for O'Brien. Elliot's coming in, I guess, for Steve Morrison. No, Lee Gregory's coming out. Elliot, it's going to be a, a Morrison and Elliot front line. That's an interesting move. Gregory coming out. Very politically incorrect song there for Tom Elliot. I think it is meant as a compliment. Huge ball forwards towards Elliot. His first opportunity to get in the mix. He's in a physical battle there. Taken nicely there by Jed Wallace. Tommy Cliff, excuse me. Referee pulls play up, free kick. Referee gives no yellow card despite Mill protestations. And the Mill crowd calling for something, as you can hear. 79 minutes, going to be a Mill free kick on the left hand side. So Shane Ferguson's going to take. Tommy Cliff pulled up there. Still in the referees here. Ferguson takes. Ticking down towards the 80th minute of the game. That's too long. Even for Tom Hill, he's a tall bloke, but he'd have to be um, 10 foot tall to have any chance with that one. Ball out towards the right-hand side. 19's got the ball. Taking on Meredith. Got Ferguson behind him. He's overrun it. It's a derision. Derision, utter derision. You can hear the derision. Going for a goal kick. Some early levers departing from the stadium. Long way to go. Not even 82 minutes and people are turning for home. Interesting. A little bit early for me to be going on, but no. I suppose Cardiff in the second half have looked very, very poor. Had no chance at all. The lines have been by far the, the brighter, but there's still six minutes of time to go, plus any injury time, so it's early doors to be um, giving up on it all. But there we are. Cardiff pressing forward late, a seven from distance. Bouncing shot taken well by Jordan Archer, another save. Um, not, he hasn't had so much to do in the second half, but that was a fantastic save again. Difficult shot, bouncing from distance. Batted away in the event. Seven nicks the ball off of Jordan Archer, who's about to drop kick it. And he puts it into the net, he's going to draw a yellow card now, what a silly boy. Not the brightest of buttons. A sandwich short of a picnic, some might argue. George Best do that once upon a time. Nick the ball out of the goalkeeper's hands as he's about to drop kick it away and put the ball into the net. Well, the seven tried something similar there. He's got penalised with a yellow card. Rightly so. It's not, it's not um, no longer okay to do that, is it, in the game? Rightly or wrongly. They'll win the ball in the halfway line. 89 minutes on the clock. Long ball falls towards Morrison. He gets a header on it. It falls now to Wallace. He can control it. I just say he can't control it. Big chance here for Mill. Ball's into the middle. Behind the, uh, the line of attackers, Ferguson running back and uh, Cardiff will bring it away. 
last few seconds of the of regular time. Looks like four minutes of injury time. Both teams should feel they've still got it to play for here. I mean, Cardiff have been poor in the second half, but um, and Mill looked the brighter of the two, so um, we certainly feel we should be uh, getting some out of the game. But the Cardiff fans are streaming for the exits. Good work by James Meredith there, gives a free a throw in. It'll be a long throw from the, uh, the Cardiff 18, is it? I don't know why I'm asking you. You can't see it. Long throwing in the event. A little bit of late Cardiff pressure here. Ball lobbed forwards into the middle. Shot wide. Calls for a penalty there. Not given. Little moment there. I thought, well, I thought we might have given a penalty. As it was, a Cardiff player took the ball on the, on the chest and volleyed wide. Some way wide. Have a middle substitution. Who's just coming out of the game? Wallace is coming out. Fred's coming in. Two minutes of injury time to go. Long ball forwards. Elliot's chasing it down. Goalkeeper clears it after a fashion. Luckily it breaks through for the Cardiff players. There was a little moment there where if we might have broken the Mills stride. As it is Cardiff now pressed forwards. 19 on the right side. Ball across the box. Headed down. Goal kick. Lions fans are claiming a great performance. Good performance by Millwall. Come on a little bit in the first half. Second half we've um, pretty much dominated proceedings really. Using the wind, using their tactics. Pressing forwards. There's a late chance now. This is Shane Ferguson taking on his man. It falls to James Meredith on the left-hand side now. He's got Ferguson just inside of him. He's taking his man on. He's going to try and run it into the corner. That's a corner. That's a corner. Mill corner. The 19 put it out. Could be about the last minute of the game. Late, 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 late. Shane Ferguson's going to take. Cardiff poor. Poor in the second half. Not great in the first half. They had the best of their chances in the first half. Second half, no. Um, not looking like a second in the table side at all. There's a chance for the Lions. Ferguson's going to swing it in. Must be the last few seconds of the game. It's near post ball towards Elliot. That's cleared. Ferguson now tries to feed Elliot. Elliot falls a moment where he's through the last pitch tackle there. Cleared the ball from the Cardiff defence. There's the final whistle. Nil-nil. Great middle performance in the second half. Real fighting, battling away point. Cardiff were poor. Lions use the, use the conditions to suit our tactics. Great performances by Jordan Archer in goal. Midfield, Tony Cliff and, and uh, Saville. Up front, Steve Morris and Brunishev. My man of the match today, Jordan Archer. Great middle point on the road at the second in the table side. Arrivederci, Milval. Well, it's not so much of a Sunday morning nightmare, dear listeners, because this is being recorded on Saturday evening. I'm back home now after um, a full day out. Good drive up and down the M4. Good fighting point for the Lions today. Um, great team performance from Jordan Archer all the way through the whole side, right the way up to Steve Morrison and Lee Gregory up front. Um, Archer was my man of the match overall. He made some absolutely ter- terrific saves. Um, magnificent performance overall by, by Jordan Archer. The defence, I mean, Archer's only as good as the defence in front of him. Um, that was a second in the table Cardiff side we played today. I was very disappointed with Cardiff. Um, that they didn't look the to be playing at the level that the league table shows them at. Um, the crowd, very... I mean, I'm, I'm old enough to remember Cardiff from the 1970s and 1980s, dear listeners. And believe you me, I mean, you, you, you'll know it maybe uh, even on more recent terms, but in the 70s and 80s, Cardiff was a fierce, fearsome opponent. Um, and that trip to Ninian Park was not for the faint-hearted at all. Today's um, stadium... Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, oh, it's a little bit Meccano, I think I said in the live piece. Little bit disjointed, some parts of the stay of the roof are missing, and um, there's a level of seats that are empty. But it's a decent stadium, but it's very much in the category of your modern soulless bowl. And I think the Premier League, the um, the kind of uh, kerfuffle they had with changing their colours and the ownership a few years ago, has served to rip the heart out of what was once a a, a proper football club at Cardiff. <clears throat> Certainly nowadays, um, it feels just like a trip to any other big club. It could be Derby, it could be, um, I don't know, um, Forest, one of those kinds of teams, you know, um, Leicester City to a degree. Um, big club, sanitised support, and the, I, I didn't hear any noise. The odd, odd roars from the crowd when the referee made a decision they didn't like. But I, there was no atmosphere. There was a drum going. It could be it could have been Oxford United um, last season when we went up there. It was, it was that kind of empty, soulless feeling. It's a sad, sad sight. Um, many will say that's the modern game. And yes, it is the modern game. But um, it's, uh, it's like a worthy opponent once upon a time um, having had some kind of um, shock treatment and now they're coming back a shadow of their former self. Few post-match tweets. Uh, chap here must be Cardiff fan Steve Grant says that it was an under-par display and a disappointing result for Cardiff City against a very limited but hard-working Millwall side. Um, hard-working, um, limited today. We our, our away tactics are very much to play the direct long ball. We exploited the wind that was swirling around that stadium uh, in the second half, particularly when it was behind us. And I suppose some will call that limited. Um, it might have been a, a day for um, for limited approaches because um, the conditions just dictated it rather. But um, certainly Steve there is, is disappointed. The Daily Express, Alex Harris, says that despite creating the chances needed to secure all three points, it was a fine performance from your goalkeeper that kept out uh, Cardiff, and they now sit third in the championship, having scored only once in four games, apparently. Um, resilience by, by Jordan Archer, they describe in their, in their online article, um, mentioning, obviously, Lee Gregory's wasted chance in the, in the first half. Second half, we had that early appeal for a penalty. It wasn't a penalty. It would have been a free kick, in my humble opinion, although the referee gave nothing. It was almost from the kick-off in the, in the second period, but he was tripped, and it was on the the wrong side of the penalty error, I suppose you'd say. And a shot from Steve Morrison, of course, in the, later on in the second half. We looked brighter in that second period. First half, perhaps a little bit pinned back, um, though we did have a couple of opportunities. Um, second half, we looked a lot more enterprising and it was good to see us pressing forwards. By the end of it, I, th- I think we probably could have nicked it, though I think uh, a draw was probably the fair result overall. A little bit of online controversy. Cardiff fans um, complaining that the Tomlin goal, which this would be where the um, the Cardiff striker nicked the ball out of Jordan Archer's uh, hands as he was going to go to do a drop kick and put it into the net. Um, it's, n- it's not allowed in the modern game. It may have been once in the olden days, and we might all approve of the olden days, but it's not allowed in the modern game. So um, I'm not sure what they're moaning about particularly. They're going to claim that it's um, it's a, an OK tactic to do that. Wolves fan, os- oscillate wildly, Wolves fan, 
For some reason, commenting on the game, says Steve Martin, the referee, get the pasting from both managers in the Cardiff v Mill game. A truly awful referee, says Oscillating Wildly. Praise from John Kelly of News at Den and Southwark News for Hutchinson's um, thundering tackle. Thunders into into Hoylet, Hoylet or Hoylet, almost sending him over the ad, uh, advertising holdings. It was a fair tackle, but sheesh, says John Kelly, sheesh. That's what um, Topcat used to say, John. Um, it was a brutal one. It was a good tackle. I described by Neil Warnock as horrendous. I thought it was a pretty, it was a solid tackle and a fair tackle. But for Warnock, that's horrendous. But then he's a moaning, moaning old git, isn't he? Neil Harris felt his uh, side was um, were denied a clear penalty. A claim that Neil Warnock dismissed. Now, that must have been a rowdy old... Um, well, they probably wouldn't have him in the same room at the same time, would they? But um, it wasn't a penalty. Um, it, it was it was just on the wrong side for me. Um, I bet I'm going to get a whole load of uh, Twitter torrent for saying this, but um, that was my take on it. It was it was just on the on the edge of the penalty area. It would have been a free kick. Achtung, Mailball. So the news at Den player ratings for you, then, dear listeners. Um, star man yesterday, and I think justifiably so, was Jordan Archer for the news at Den readership. Um, I gave him a nine out of ten, and he's actually got a nine point one on the on the website this morning. Um, I think that's a a, a highly uh, justified marking number of saves throughout the first half, and and indeed in the second half that were top draw um, reflex. Um, blasts at goal from close range and Archer was equal to everything that was thrown at him yesterday. So, um, yeah, 9.1, I think, is a fair call. Star man for the news at Den. Um, Jake Cooper in central defence. I gave him a 7. I thought that was a good, strong performance by Jake yesterday. Uh, 7 for me, 7.3 for the news at Den readers. Um, he's, he's maturing back into the role. I thought Jake looked a little bit rusty when he reappeared after injury. Who wouldn't, I guess? Um, but increasingly now he's looking, um, he has stature, um, he's a big man and he's starting to use his, his defensive skill to match his, his physique and that's, that can only be good with the loss of Byron Webster for, for the season, we, we believe. Uh, Sean Hutchinson was, would have been man of the match on, on another day for me, but for Jordan Archer's heroics, um, that massive, massive tackle um, that um, caused so much dispute in the post-match press conference it looked fair I mean I was a long way away from it we were high up on the corner of, of the away end and the tackle took place um, at the far end the home end um, from what I could see of it it looked a fair tackle albeit highly physical but he got the he got the ball and sent the player flying um, back in the olden days that would have been um, par for the course um, nowadays it's seen as um, well less acceptable as Warnock um, made uh, made clear in his comments I thought it was a great tackle. Um, eight out of ten, I gave Sean Hutchinson. Seven point six, um, strangely for the news of Den. I mean, it's, it's not far off of it. Um, I think that's slightly low for me for for Sean Hutchinson yesterday. Conor McLaughlin, seven, I gave him seven point four by news at Den. Um, a great player, a, a player we're starting to take a little bit for granted. I think Conor McLaughlin and his marauding runs. Um, does his defensive work? He obviously gets forward, which can leave us looking a little bit exposed down the sides, down the wings. Uh, the same for James Meredith, in all honesty. Seven I gave him also yesterday. 7.3, a touch, touch lower than Connor on News at Den. Um, both are great signings. I mean, um, I know we keep saying it, but uh, Meredith and McLaughlin have brought a lot of stability to that defence and the ability to get forward when necessary. Great work by the recruitment team to find both of those players. Midfield. I was more impressed uh, yesterday with Ryan Tunnicliffe's work. Um... Seven, I gave him six point nine is the um, is the running score on on the news at Den. So we're probably about um, par there, I'd say. Um, a good strong midfield show, and also from George Savile, who um, gets forward a little bit more than Ryan Tunnicliffe for me. Um, seven for George Savile. Um, six point seven by the news at Den readership. On the wing, Jed Wallace. Um, Jed had one of those self indulgent days slightly yesterday, where you just want Jed to maybe um, think about the pass or the cross rather than the extra step and the extra run. I think he, he knows he's a talisman for the team, Jed. And I will not knock him for being self-indulgent because on, on another day he creates the, the unexpected, the uh, the touch of flair, the the moment of brilliance. And he tried to do it a little bit too much yesterday. Um, but that's, you know, it's a criticism. But 
Um, equally, no criticism at all. It sounds like a, a Bob Dylan lyric. That's a criticism, but at the same time, it's no criticism at all. Um, Aidan O'Brien um, did all right. It was, it was one of his more anonymous performances on the wing. Six for me. 6.1 for Aidan O'Brien by the news at Den. Uh, up front, um, probably one of Lee Gregory's less effective days. He had a chance in the first half where he was, it was through on goal, far, far away from us, which he put high over the bar. Um, he delayed a moment's pass in the second half, to, which would have teed up Steve Morrison. Um, and basically, it was probably, it was probably just a, a moment off the pace in, in, the, in the game yesterday. So um, I gave him six, and indeed 6.1 is the... Um, 6.2, apologies, is the running score on the news at Den. And finally, Steve Morrison up front, 7 for me, 6.8 by the news at Den readership. Um, Morrison is, is is our man, take him away from that team, and we look half the side that we we, uh, we can be. Um, obviously, there's a slight wing of prayer aspect to the whole team in some ways, um, which leads me on to um, the Channel 5 piece that I did. I don't know if you saw it, dear listeners. It was for the Championship Roundup show on Channel 5. Um, the way they do it is um, they get you to record a little piece, if you're willing to cooperate with them. Um, it, it, it was a friend of a friend, it was, um, Bob Asprey. Uh, he put, my, put Channel 5 on to me. Um, so after some post-match reaction from the from the game. Bob Asprey of the MSC, of course. Um and I was quite happy to do it. It's um, easy enough to do. They give you a Dropbox address that you load your, your video into. And I only want 20 seconds off, off of you for doing it. Um, but it's cleverly done in the sense that they um, they pose you three questions potentially on the outcome of the game. If we win, if we draw, if we lose. And then you react accordingly for their second 20-second clip. Um, so yesterday, obviously, we drew. And the question was posed to me, looking at Mill's away form, a draw at Cardiff is a result. And yes, it is a result. It was a great result. Um, what did Mill need to do to start winning away from home? Now, obviously, in, in the moment, you only get 20 seconds, so it's quite difficult to come up with something instant there and then. Um, my immediate reaction was a bit more luck in front of goal. Um, and I think that's probably um, true yesterday, because it was a great performance. It was a battling performance. Um, midfield did nothing wrong. Defensively, we were pretty solid. We kept them at bay. They had a couple of chances, but nothing much for a, a, a team that had been doing so well this season. Second half with that win behind us, we did get the ball forwards more often and more relentlessly. And on another day, um, you know, Lee Gregory would have been that quicker, uh, you know, a little bit more um, instinctively quicker. Steve Morrison would have been had a touch more luck in front of goal. And I think, actually, that's all we need to do. We we, we will start getting goals at some point, and we will start winning away. Um, there's no reason why we couldn't have nicked it yesterday, and we've said that a few times this season. So for me, um, it's a, it's more of the same. Uh, and don't panic, keep calm, and all that kind of stuff, because that's the way that we're going to um, prevail. We, we are a very difficult team to break down away from home, and we, I suppose if you was a Cardiff fan, you'd say we were a spoiling team, because we... We produce awkwardness, we produce scruffiness, and we turn it into a slight, um, a slight brawl. You know, they're complaining about the, the physical approach. Well, we've we, we've slightly thrown away the um, the modern day rule book, and we we don't play the, the the passing beautiful style that everyone else does, and that you're told is the way the game has got to be. So, um, I think more of the same. Keep calm, don't panic, and keep at it. Keep plugging away because um, yesterday we probably could have, should have. Nick that game. There's a couple of other questions. If we had won, for example, and the question there would have been um, if that had been our first away win, which it wasn't. Um, but more to the point, is it a sign that this team can challenge in the top half of the table? Um, that's an interesting question. Can we challenge in the top half of the table? Uh, our problem really will be that we are, um, I think one of the Cardiff fans earlier on described this as limited. Um, and that has our that is, is our strength and, and I suppose our, our Achilles heel. Um, the the style is such that um, we only have really one way that we can go. <clears throat> when we do try and pass the ball, and on occasions yesterday we we tried to keep it on the on the floor and tried to pass. Conditions were difficult. Um, we don't look bad. We don't look bad. I'm not sure we're comfortable with it as 
as other as as other teams can be are. I mean, we, we watched Brentford the other the other week. They look more of a, a side that wants to pass the ball out. But when the other team gets the ball, we form the the classic two ranks of four. How far can it take us? Well, we're mid table at the moment, and a couple of wins. Um, we've got a difficult game coming up at Sheffield Wednesday, but then they would regard us as a difficult game as well. So that's that's increasingly, um, you know, one one balances out the other. Um, we're not a respecter of reputations, and we're not a respecter of of wealth, nor are we a respecter of um, how the game should go. Um, I think that if we can string a result, if it, a good month together, anything becomes possible. Um, certainly, if we're looking at the upper half of the table come the January break, then we're going to need to look at you, Mr. John Barrelson. I know you put so much in, and continue to put so much in as our chairman. But I do think we need a strategic signing. We 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 are not scoring probably enough goals at the moment. And as much as we love the Morrison and Gregory combo, um, possibly a real quality striker, although that would cost. Um, and I'm you know I'm, I'm aware of all the arguments against that. But we we will need to start scoring some goals if we're going to maintain this 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 style. Um, but January the January window will be critical. I'm sure the recruitment team are are at it at the moment uh, and the question should we have lost yesterday um which we could have done um they had a few chances particularly in the first half to to nick the game um so the question there would have been why is there such a big disparity in the team's home and away form how would you address that if you were neil harris um i think that then will be our our fortress our um our lifeline in some ways this season. We are, for the most part, playing big teams, big clubs. I know we've got Burton um, next Saturday, and there's no disrespect intended to Burton, incidentally, if, they, if we do have any odd, odd bod, um, Burton listeners. Um, I doubt we do, but we might do. Um, no disrespect to Burton intended. They, they've performed miracles to reach the level that they're at. And I, I, I like the um, I like Nigel Clough as a manager. I think he's um, he's descended from the great Brian Clough, and he was a, a hero when um, I was I was young. So you carry the name, you know, you inherit the father's glory. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think the Den will always be a fortress because when you're playing the big clubs, when you're playing the Leeds, for example, when you're playing, we've got games against Sheffield United looming. Um, big names, big clubs, Forest, you know, um, looming up at some point in the in the future. Um, former winners of the uh, European Cup, you know, Leeds, former league champions, um, teams that have actually played in the Premier and, and the old higher levels, Wolves, um, another team, massive club in the 1950s. These are named teams. So you will draw the the intense atmosphere of the den, and that, I think, is a weapon. There was, it was interesting. There was a, a little um, interview piece on, uh, I think it was Sky had done with um, the player for Bradford, Roman Vincelo, um, French player, and um, just doing a little Q and A thing um, to be circulated on the social media. And anyway, one of the questions was, um, "Was the most intimidating ground?" And his first, you know, he said he's not frightened of anyone, anyone, anyone anywhere, which is a, which is fine. That's what you want your player to say. But then, of course, he mentions Millwall as um, a particular experience, and I think that it is a particular experience. It's a it's a singular experience, as Sherlock Holmes might have put it. Um, there aren't many grounds like it, and long may that continue. That is our main strength, and that's the rock upon which, um, you know, we might look up to the higher ground of, of, of the league table. So, yeah, I think the disparity will always be so, because when we go away from home, for example, although that ground and stadium was big yesterday, it was it was atmosphere-free for the most part, apart from the, the corner section of um, a thousand-odd Millwall fans. Um, and that's the that's the modern game. So um, how would we address it? I, I think he is addressing it. I think it's keep on keeping on, as, the, as I think the song said. There's an old Northern Soul song that says that. Keep on keeping on. Um, we're still comparatively, we're only a quarter of the way into the season. Um, there's a lot of football yet to go. So let's see where we stand at Christmas. And um, we go from there. Incidentally, if you're wondering about the, the kind of multicoloured club-style lighting that was illuminating my little piece that I did for, um, for Channel 5, and also a little guest um, slot for, for Dan of Lions TV, he couldn't make the game yesterday, so I did a, a little post-match um, round-up for him. Um, I was standing right by like an illuminated advertising board, which had a succession of adverts. So when it went, went into like um, white light, it was quite nice lighting, actually. It was quite, quite, quite good. Then it turned into... Um, 
uh, blue light and then red light. I looked like I was um, advertising my wares at some house of ill repute in, in New Orleans or somewhere. So um, that's 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 the reason why I had a multicoloured lighting. I hope you like the little piece. I, 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 you know what I'm like. I, I do all these kinds of things. I took my little microphone down there especially for the occasion so you could get decent sound. And I believe, I haven't seen the Roundup show, but I believe they used it on the show. So there we are, carrying the flag for the Lions. So there we are, dear listeners. That's been Akdung Millwall. Um, slightly unusual format this week, I know. Um couldn't rush up anyone to do any post-match comments, so you got stuck with me as um, as an alternative. I hope you enjoyed that. I'm going to be back next week, but now I've been at home next week, next Saturday. The Remembrance Day game, which is always a special occasion then. I believe the uh, the MSC have done well to rustle up some army um, personnel to be at the stadium to uh, assist with the, the, the collection for money. For uh, So dig deep next week is Poppy, Poppy Week. Um, the Lions and Mill support traditionally produce great results when they, they organise these collections at the Den, and we're expecting the same next week. So until then, dear listeners, it is um, Arriva Dirty Millwall from me, Nick Hart. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you next week. All the best. You've been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.